On today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Political ad policy, is it all PR smoke and mirrors? Who's cuter, Baby Yoda or Gizmo? And what are some nice things you can do to say thanks to the hardworking Amazon delivery drivers over this chaotic holiday season? We have ideas. So we probably should have laid this out in advance, but very, 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 very light spoiler warning. Honestly, if you've existed in this world and have been on the internet in the last two weeks at all, we are not the ones who have just spoiled the concept of Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. What? We know you. Baby Yoda exists. I, I, exactly. Again, Disney, I'm not watching the show. Disney said that the, 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 that period of not talking about it is over after two weeks. So we're it's good. It's nice to see that they're, they're the ones that are like, you the, gotta they're have, telling you, you that it's okay. You need gatekeepers, Ben. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right about that. So, But anyway, it would be nice if we tried to restrict some of the really big spoilers, if we can, we for can, my sake. You know, we could just censor it. The baby blank. You know, just just bleep that out. Right. Like yeah. Lady A with uh, when we talk about voice computing. Uh, but anyways, we'll have plenty to talk about there. Uh, the first comment we're going to take is coming from our old friend Matthew Datcher. He says, the thing I worry about with one day shipping is how it affects workers, the actual factory workers. As we know, the conditions there are less than ideal. We've heard uh, many, many different angles about how Amazon treats its employees, and we won't go down that path today, but that is one concern from the consumer level is how the employees are being treated. That being said, Matthew also just did order something last night for one-day shipping to arrive today. I think we're all extremely guilty of that. Uh, how is that really going to tack up against things? I mean, do you does anyone feel guilt? Do we feel like there's something we could be doing as consumers to alleviate this? Uh, it, definitely a good point from the uh, Dutch about that. So immediately after one day shipping was announced from Amazon, uh, one of the major unions that complains a lot about Amazon, they're very well known for this, came out and they said exactly what Matthew mentioned as far as that this is going to have a negative impact on workers. They are overworked and they work too fast already. They're going to have to work even faster and it's going to be even harder for them uh, because of one day shipping. Amazon shot back uh, against that saying, you're just trying to get more people to join your union, which to a certain extent is true. Uh, but at the same time, there, there's still those are, those are the two arguments that are being you know argued here. And I would kind of leave it to viewers and readers to make your own determinations as far as that's concerned. Similar to this, some of the folks that I talked to for my story talked about environmental impact. Um, so there's, there are arguments to be made that slower shipping is somehow better for the environment. Amazon, again, argues the opposite. They say because they have to put inventory closer to customers to be able to power one day shipping, it's actually more environmental as counterintuitive as that sounds. So again, some of these smaller players are saying, Hey, if you ship, if you shop with us, you might get it in three to five to seven days. Uh, but it's going to be more environmental, which by the way, we're kind of an environmental company anyway. And Amazon saying, no, actually, it's totally fine. You can shop one day and it's it's totally good for the planet, just like anything else. Yeah, trying to bring into the, the whole argument in the environment. And then there's union issues and larger issues. I think you could do that with almost anything you do. Like, is, has this been, has this, this apple I bought, has it been grown in a, in a, in an Fair ethical way. fashion, yeah, yeah. And so like, it's a good point. I'm not saying that you shouldn't care about it, but it's definitely something to consider. Like, I, I know every day when I walk to work, there's this poor, overworked dude. He's got this giant cart of of packages, and for whatever reason, it's like it's 
every single day he's dropping at least one package off this thing because he just can't handle the amount of stuff he's got. Mm. So I do feel bad about that. Cause like, is that like a FedEx or UPS guy? I believe he's he's one of those. I believe he's UPS actually, but it's just kind of like these are real people. These these are people who are doing their jobs and they're trying to make this happen and making them, you know, crazily overworked around the holidays. That is kind of. Every retailer, I would imagine, if you go to a store, like they're probably over, they're hit too. Oh, so, Black Friday, I'm sure, is right. a miserable time to be working so, if you're a retail employee in the stores. Yeah, I'd imagine you're not dealing with the best of the best on that point. So it's 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 just ugly all around. So now this is very depressing. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> uh, what other alternatives out there? We've name dropped Amazon and Walmart. We know there's Alibaba. Who else is trying to get on this train? Well, Alibaba has very little. Um, uh, exposure in the United States. So they're they not killed really it on a singles day. Right. Yeah. In China. Uh, but as, as far as if you're trying to get stuff same day or next day, Target and Best Buy are obviously also in the mix as far as that's concerned. The folks that I talked to for my story included Fanatics, which they have a lot of exclusive deals with the NFL, NBA, a lot of the major leagues. So their big claim, as I mentioned with exclusives, is, is if you want to get this sports gear, really, there's only one way to get it and you would get it on Fanatics. So guess what? We, we they they are not under the same pressures in general about you know doing one day shipping because if they say look we're the only ones with this product you can't find it on Amazon and we can only ship it to you in three days well you can either not buy the product and buy something else or buy it through them and wait the three days. Um, Another company I talked to is Uncommon Goods. They do a lot of like uh, gifting, handmade gifts, that kind of stuff. And they're they're also like they're small enough that they only have, I think it's one to three warehouses. And the, the, the CEO of that company was just like, it would absolutely destroy our business if we did one day shipping. They would they would have to have 10 different warehouses uh, strategically placed well, all over the country. These goods would be very common then. This, this would go exactly. against their name. And that's, that's exactly what he said, was to be able to supply one-day shipping and afford the warehousing fees, they would have to have uh, paper towels and toilet paper and all sorts of other consumables that have nothing to do with uncommon goods at all. It would you know, really mess up the brand. So it's a good, good callback to the name. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about... like th- It's about... <laughs> planning honestly like if i want something from etsy i know it's going to take more than one day oh dude because i I just bought i just bought stuff from etsy from china yeah it takes weeks yeah it takes a long time especially if something's being handmade or it's one of a kind kind of object or it's customized so i think those things will always be okay again this is like i feel like i'm scolding the audience like plan ahead yeah please plan ahead it's it's Definitely a good point. However, the the closer you get to last minute shopping, the less people are going to care and be interested in this kind of thing. So like the environmental impact of like, I need to get uh, a loved one or a, a good friend or a family member or my boss something and I need to get it tomorrow environmental impact that kind of goes out the window. So, you know, let's let's be realistic here as far as like I'm not going to go up to somebody and be like, "Sorry, honey, I couldn't get you a gift. I was thinking about the planet." Like I don't know that that's really going to fly. <laughs> I just love that idea, though. You're like, "Okay, sorry, that'd be a great greeting card." Sorry, honey, I couldn't get you a gift. The planet's more important. It would it would be in an email, honestly. Yeah, because it was it, that's that's less right. You can't. It shouldn't be printed out. It shouldn't be printed right. out. Anyway, we should get more questions. <laughs> Uh, sure. Uh, here's one from Tim. In terms of last mile delivery, uh, what did Amazon do to uh, ease that portion? 
Oh, like how are they powering one day shipping? Don't they have I like, a, so. like a fleet of like third parties that are yes. delivering? That's I forget what that program is called. You would know. Yeah, I don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but that's exactly right. They hire a lot of like much smaller delivery partners to to do it. And if you live in the suburbs like I do, you know who these folks are. Some of them are in white vans that are more or less unmarked. Other ones are in the, you know, Amazon vans but that's what they look like make it sound they they have candy they lure children in you know okay fair enough that's not what i was that was not my intention and that is what they look like and others are amazon branded specifically Mm -hmm. uh so that's partly how they're powering it the other one as i mentioned is is they just bought they spent billions of dollars to buy a lot more inventory Mm -hmm. so all the most popular items are a lot closer to major population centers and one day shipping by the way it's 10 million items on amazon coast to coast so if you're in hawaii or alaska you're kind of out of luck as far as like us prime shipping and and is 10 million items enough or too many that's up to you to decide and obviously amazon's working on drone delivery as well so they are doing so many different things to get their product or whatever products they're selling to the consumer in any given way such that they are the only thing you you think you think about like where should i get this from amazon like Remember when Amazon was a bookstore? Yeah. That was yeah. like a billion years ago. But it's a good point that you make as far as uh, what's their competition. Their competition is, is if you really, really need to get something, you'll drive to the corner store to get it and you're back home in what, 15 to 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. That's where drone delivery comes in, where you will literally get the product at your door in mm-hmm. 30 minutes. That's the really big potential game changer. And if you're looking at this from a much broader perspective, Next day delivery is really the the first step in a multi-tiered cycle of we're going to do next day, this holiday season, mm-hmm. some future holiday season. It's going to be same day. And then after that, it's going to be drone delivery or catapult or whatever. And preemptive shipping. Yeah, It'll Ben, if up. you keep touting this and I get like my next order of cat food shows up at my door before I'm out of the bag I have now, I'm going to be real upset. Well, I already have that with my dog food. It's, That's correct. It's a subscription. Preemptive. Yeah. Preemptive so subscriptions. Yeah, they do. They do have versions of that. They could probably get even more sophisticated. I'm I mean, Amazon sure Amazon has is figuring too. that out. You yeah. can be like, hey, I want Absolutely. I want this showing up every three months. And you just kind of, they give you a discount on top of it. So like, they make it really easy to buy stuff. So yeah, I think if they're doing, I can't wait for, wait for AI to be a part of this where you're like, oh yeah, here, you also would need a new water dish for your dog. You also mm, need this. Amazon chip in your brain. That's, we'll, we'll, we'll like determine like all your wants I don't need and needs. No, I don't need an Alexa in my head. I don't think, I'd rather have assistant in my head. I'm a big fan of assistant. Well, pick one because it's going to be one of them. So I'm anyway. okay with that. Yeah. Any more Shit questions? <laughs> I think Amazon should change their slogan to "We make it easy to buy stuff." Uh, before we switch gears uh, into the next topic, I wanted to bring up this. This is a great idea. It's something that I don't think we think about as much anymore in our busy lives. And this is going to sound a little soapboxy, but I grew up in a real small town. You knew your mail carrier. You knew everybody around the community. And there's a really, really sweet idea that Timothy uh, proposed is to, if you got the same delivery folks, the same truck drivers coming to your house, bringing those heavy, heavy ass bags of cat food and crap and whatever you need that you don't need coming from Amazon, get them a card or something, get them a Christmas That's card a nice or whatever idea. holiday you celebrate. 
or just, you know, bake them some cookies, maybe find out if they got some allergies first, but uh, nice gestures like that can go a long way. Maybe that's something we can get back in the habit of. I asked, do you hate this idea? I absolutely hate this idea. What are you talking about, man? Like, you, you got to find out if they have allergies. You could, what if you offend them about the religion thing? You're like, oh, by the way, here's a Christmas card. I'm not celebrating this thing. What if they get really upset? <laughs> they have any idea what you're doing? Thing. Then maybe make an effort and find out what their preference is. Why would you chat with this person? They're trying to make all their deliveries. Let them do their job, Brian. Listen, Small if I was towns. making deliveries I, I, and I someone left say, a tray of cookies out, even if I was deathly allergic to them, if they were shrimp cookies, I would appreciate the gesture, you Ooh, jerk. Shrimp cookies. Shrimp yeah. cookies for all, then. I think, I Miniature think just American a, flags for others. A general thank you. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> um... I think a general thank you suffices in many cases anyway. So and and it's a very nice idea, gesture. by the way. Yeah. I, thank you very much for the gesture, Timothy. I apologize from the bottom of my heart for for IS today. How how hey, what I, a horrible Scrooge I, you've become. I, I tip the the uh the, the delivery folks who show up. On a regular basis, I do do that. Good, That's, great. But I'm not baking anybody any shrimp cookies. Then That's you've, fair. You've done I want an, this. No, you've done enough. Shrimp cookies for all. Miniature American flags for others. Listen, I'm only well citing that because it would kill me. Uh, all right, moving on to the next topic. Uh, Thies says Facebook is the worst when it comes to the spam and fake ads. This is, of course, in uh, conjunction with our topic. Of the, the political, political ads, ads yeah. yeah. Uh, I've never seen a fake ad on Google or YouTube, but on Instagram, I say it's like 25 to 40% just spam and fake ads. I don't know what numbers we have to uh, validate that. Uh, I also, myself, like, what constitutes a fake ad? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't actually... Like, when you're talking about a political ad, there there are, uh, you know, misleading political ads, there are disingenuous political ads, and then there are just flat-out lies. There's also, like, if you're talking about YouTube, you got tons of videos, not just the ad parts. Like, you, the actual content can be completely full of misinformation. So. Right, but, like, fake could denote, like, a scam? Like, you know, that we're going to try to steal your information or sell you something that's not real? Um, so, I don't know. I don't, I'm also not on Instagram that often, so uh, maybe maybe Instagram sucks now. I just wanted to use that as a platform to ask if we did have any information to back that up, uh, if we know who some of the greatest offenders are out there. I don't know about any companies that or any sites that have more fake ads than others. Like, I know when I'm on Instagram, there are ads for reputable companies. When I Facebook, Google, anywhere. Like, I can't think of a single site where you see an ad that's, when you click it, other than, like, those torrenty sites or the mm. things like, where there's, like, 14 download links, that kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah. those are the ones that you're, you got to think twice about. But I don't really, I don't really experience that in my day-to-day. Um in general, if we're going to talk like worst offenders, at least the one that's getting the most attention now is Facebook. And Facebook, there's there's so much of uh, spotlight on Facebook these days, partly because of the political ads, partly because of Libra and all sorts of other things that it's pretty obvious that like Twitter and Google just tried to inoculate themselves from the situation. They were like, we do not want to face the same level of vitriol. So they just decided to kind of shift their political ads, their political messaging to say, hey, we're we're working on this. We we care about deep fakes. You know? I was so just enjoying your vocabulary there. Inoculate and you got vitriol there. That's some good you. stuff right there. It's 25 yeah. cent words there. I, I appreciate that. Very happy about that. Yeah. Well done. Sorry, so, the message was important too. I was just right. enjoying the it. The daily charge. You might learn a word. Or two. Yeah. 
So on the flip side of that, how much validity is there with these gatekeepers and their political ad policies that they lay out? I know that Twitter got a bit of a bolstering when they said we're not going to run any political ads at all. Is that just PR? Sort of. Yeah, they just say they started rolling it back pretty quickly, almost immediately after they made the announcement. So everybody was just like, way to go, Twitter, you know, way to not do political ads. And then they came to the realization that it's much more complicated than that because they were also banning issues based ads, Mm -hmm. which some of those are good, like environmental groups or just whatever you have, you have all sorts of issues that you want to talk about. Exactly. But if you're going to provide issues based ads, then you're also going to provide, you're going to provide issues based ads for things that some people will agree with and other people's will, people will disagree with. So some folks watching the show might, for instance, not uh, appreciate issues based ads related to the coal industry or fracking or abortion. But at at the same time, if you're going to do issues based ads, like are are you just going to restrict certain certain topics over others i'm not really sure i mean they are a private company they can restrict anything they want they they don't have to it's a good point they can be like you know what we for today we don't like astroturf that's it astroturf is off because you know there's lots of ads on astroturf that's very important i know for twitter but the thing i don't know if it was just pr honestly i i in some respects i'd want to believe in the good of people of going wait a minute we are responsible for what people see. We have to be a little bit more responsible. There's all of this other stuff going on the back end about meddling with elections and all kinds of misinformation. And if Twitter can do anything, anything to stop the spread of misinformation, that'd be very helpful. Then what you're talking about, Ben, the idea of what side do they come out on? That's also difficult. How do you become unbiased in this to the point where people actually realize you're unbiased? Because looking unbiased is almost impossible, especially when you're a private company or not, right. sorry, not private, a public company and you're making money for shareholders. You got to think of a lot of different, a lot of different people when you're doing any action. So it's kind of this, it's a, it's a very interesting time to be alive. Honestly, this is anybody can write anything. Anything can be spread really quickly. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. And I, I agree with you on that. There was a knee jerk reaction in general. It seems that a lot of, um, politicians on the right argue that most social media is somehow against them. We hear that argument fairly often, even though there's been very little evidence to directly present that. I do want to bring up the point, though, that Zuckerberg said about that he likes having political ads on his site because smaller politicians, whether they're you know the local dog catcher or whatever, that's how they get their information out there. So if you're going to restrict political ads, you're also going to restrict restrict local ads, local political ads, which they don't want to do. And I can't wait until Mark Zuckerberg goes full Howard Hughes on us and starts peeing in bottles. Uh, Who says he's not doing that now? He's not. He's a robot. I mean, that's how the lizard people sustain themselves. Don't talk about lizard people, man. We really went off the rails so fast. Shrimp cookies and lizard people cards coming up, everybody. Nice. We're almost out of time. Uh, We know that coming up, that Disney and Star Wars are making an Obi-Wan series, right? Mm-hmm. It is a series, a yes. mini-series limited run. Do we think they're going to do any other throwbacks and get some more origin character stories out there? Oh, my there? God. Just keep the gravy train going. Yes. yes. They'll do Absolutely. it as long as it's popular. They were going to do it as a film series, except Solo tanked, and they were like, oh, we got to pump the brakes on this. And, and they by were... tanked, you mean made millions and millions of dollars. It just and didn't do as well. That's a good point. Everybody hated it. I didn't hate it. Everybody hated it. I, I thought it was it. okay. 
Everybody I hated it. it on an airplane. Like I said, misinformation. I'm just going to keep saying something <laughs> until everybody believes me. Everybody hated it. You know it. what? That was a bad movie. Well, either way, the thing is that it didn't get the response that Disney wanted. That's true, no matter what you say, Brian. So the thing is, though, that's why they pumped the brakes on their series of films that we were supposed to get. And the Obi-Wan Ken- Kenobi series is going to probably be a big deal for Disney Plus as well because – if they go with this more adult kind of show like The Mandalorian is, that's also another surprising thing. It's more of an adult show. If you go to Disney Plus, you're like, High School Musical and mm. some kind of Santa Claus or whatever the fudge is going to be. I can't swear right now. I was going to swear very loudly there. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> You're still with us. Stay with me. Stay okay, with right, me. right here. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I definitely think there's going to be a lot of different Star Wars shows if they can afford it and especially if they bring back Ewan McGregor's that's he's attached and that's a huge deal if they're going to bring in like some other person to play the character that's an issue and I really think that actually affected Solo I know you can't do a prequel with Harrison Ford whatever but I'm just saying like there's an attachment to do with plastic face Harrison Ford you can do it with we talked about this on the last podcast that's right well he's not dead yet he's not dead but you could make like a fake young version of him it's totally possible that probably would have made it work Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, Okay, we're out of time. This has been a really great week, everybody. Great conversation. Uh, We covered a lot of different topics, too. It's kind of a chaotic week at that. Um, We'll be back next week with more. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk about with The Mandalorian, give or take, sooner or later. Um, For our international friends out there, keep us posted. Uh, We want to hear about your Black Friday, local Saturday, Cyber Monday experiences. If you're seeing any weird caveats or upsets or... Uh, bugs in the system how your shipping experience has been just shrimp out of our own cookies. curiosity so what was that ben <laughs> nothing i just said shrimp cookies super quietly don't send me shrimp cookies i'll die <laughs> don't send brian shrimp cookies but you don't allergic. To eat them i don't want to eat send them. him real cookies though no i don't want any cookies send I, us all it's fine I send ben nothing. cookies i'll eat the cookies. fox cookies fine you go ahead fox and do that cookies. and in the meantime have a wonderful weekend and we'll see y'all on monday ben All right, great. Don't forget to subscribe and ring the bell so you can join us live weekday mornings. And if you have the chance, check out the links below to learn more about today's topics. And feel free to subscribe to all our audio podcasts on all the platforms for all the audio. For The Daily Charge, I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Julia Roberts. Thanks for joining us. Bye.